Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Society doesn't want you to blame anything but yourself. It's a trait, not mental health. People out there is not going to understand you until you let them know. You definitely got to take into account your mental health. You have to tune into your own mind. Hey, what's going on? It's your man Casson Owens with another Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Um, I know it's been a while since I've been doing this regularly, so um, I apologize for that. I said my my viewership is, is, has went down because a lot of people are like, what's going on? I'm still on the top 100 list in the world, but it went down a little. I ain't going to lie, but um, I'm back. Um, I had to do some things in my life. I had to uh, rearrange some things. Um, one thing I really got into is um, something called, you know, you have to have six to seven streams of income. Um, so I was really developing my streams of income. Um, I was really focusing on being a better man mentally um, because, you know, regardless of, of y- y'all been with me, with my struggle, with my uh, my journey. But even even with that, there's still improvements that I still have to make amends I have to make. And uh, one of the things I've been doing for the last few months that's been really stat- stagnant in my uh, regular is really getting my mental right, getting myself right. Um, so with that said, you know, just getting myself right, getting my family right, spending that time with my kids and my, my wife accordingly. Um, also really sitting down talking about my seven streams of income. Um, now I am going to start that other podcast, Success Life Coach podcast, and then also my video blog, uh, Casanova is Crazy. So I'm, I've, I've been working on those, um, as well. So the, the, that material is coming pretty soon. Um, but like I said, I've been working on that uh, seven streams of income. Um, and one of the re- 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 uh, realizations that I came up with was not n- understanding what an entrepreneur truly is. See, unfortunately, in the black community and as a black man, when you say you're an entrepreneur, there's a couple of things that come to mind. Being a black man that owns a record label, that wants to be a rapper, that uh, is doing all these different things that are entertainment based. Um, We never look at the doctors, the dentists, the lawyers, these people as entrepreneurs or having entrepreneur spirits because we always look at them as you're working for somebody. Unfortunately, in the black community, being that we were slaves, I believe this comes from slavery. The idea of working for the man particularly the white man is something that's looked down upon in the black community. So when we say entrepreneur, we it's far away from I work for nobody. I work for myself. So I had that idea, unfortunately, because, you know, just because I have this podcast and I talk about a lot of different things doesn't mean that I'm still not affected by what I talk about. You know, it's it, it, it it's still it, there's still a lot of programming that I have that are culturally uh, that are are in our culture that affect me as well. And one of these things was the entrepreneur thing. So 
So I was so focused this last about two years. Like if you don't know my history, I used to work for uh, an employment agency for seven years, a youth program. I was a program manager for a youth bill for, for, for a little bit. I, I was a social worker for many years. I was a, a, a director over at, I, I did a lot of different things. So when I quit my job two years ago to do full uh, this full time, COVID was around the podcast guru thing was popping for me. And the first thing I thought was I quit my job right now. It was a mistake. And let me say why it was a mistake. Not that financially was a mistake, but mentality wise, it was a mistake. Now, there was nothing wrong with the job I had. I had decent pay, decent pay. You know, it wasn't the 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 highest, but it was definitely was nowhere near the lowest. Um, so I had decent pay. Um, the only problem was the I had to go into work every day from nine to five. Um, but in general, I was still able to do my business because most of my business that I was doing, I have a building in downtown Orlando, and um, with, you know, my, my radio station or studio, all that stuff. And really everything I did was after five o'clock. So I could still have maintained that salary coming in with those benefits and still did my business. But at the time, I my goal, my mental was to get to the point where you're quitting your job. So then over the last two years, Things as an entrepreneur, you know, things are up and down. There's times where you know, money's great, we're reinvent, you know, we're, we're redoing our kitchen. Things are great. Then there's times where money's tight, stuff like that. So it was the up and down, and that's the life of, of an entrepreneur. Um, if any entrepreneur tells you that, yo, I'm, uh, it's smooth selling, I'm making money, I'm balling, they're lying. Um, <clears throat> you have to. There are ups and downs. There are times, there are months where, like, shit, I'm balling, money's exit, I'm good. Then there's times where, shoot, I gotta, you know tighten the belt a little so that's just the entrepreneur spirit and i started to understand i started to see that in the stability of being an entrepreneur that the thinking of entrepreneur was wrong i thought i needed to work for myself but then i started to realize that I wasn't working for myself. I was actually working for other people. I was chasing down people for monies or monies they owe me for services because I had a podcast hosting distribution company. I had people that do regular podcasts. So I found myself chasing the money more than getting the money. And let me explain. Like I said before, most of the time I spent chasing people for monies they owe me for services you know um i'm chasing this person for that i'm chasing that person for this this invoice and that person and things like that and not that people are bad or anything like that so don't get me wrong i'm not trying to bash anybody that works that's on my or anything like that but at the end of the day you know um I'm chasing, you know, the, 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 the best entrepreneur businesses are the one that's automated that at the end of the day, if I have an online uh, thing or something that is automatically done, like a service that you have online, they all may take your money out, you know, the first of the month. And there really is, it's, it's the, the less inner human interaction, the less, um, freedom for that 
I would say that 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 bullshit in a sense, you know what I'm saying? When you have a services where people pay you directly, whether check or cash, you're chasing those people or or you're or you're trying to convince them to do the service. So you're putting a lot of effort in the beginning to convince them to do the service. And then in the end, you're trying to unless you and some services you just can't get the money up front. So you could get after the money or maybe not. But then afterwards, you're trying to chase or if they have a monthly payment towards you, you know, if you're not like have an automated situation with them, you're chasing the money. So I found myself so at that that mercy of that. Damn, you know, so now my monies was depending on other people's um, priority. And and sometimes you're not the priority. Like I noticed that people will always put off payments until they're ready to give it to you. With no concern about your bills or what you have going on to pay, they're going to put off as much as I, they can. And I, I don't want to say it's black people because I, I don't want to seem like I'm bashing black people. I don't want to seem like I'm I'm I mean I I'm in that space of like oh you're bashing your people you black men's pocket. I'm not I'm not I'm not in that space of bashing, but I do find that the majority of times I have issues with money is with the my with my people. Um so like I said, this is not bashing, but I just, I, this is what, from my personal experience, this is not statistics. These are not facts. This is just my personal experience. So I started to understand being an entrepreneur, like, okay, well, being an entrepreneur, that, that's just, but that's, that comes with the business though. So, you know, I'm not bashing it. That just comes with the business. Right. So I'm thinking like, damn, all right. So I'm doing this entrepreneur. I may be getting money. Money may be good, but there's still that element that I'm working for other people, that my bills are still reliant on other people, right? Then I thought to myself, well, you know, at least with a nine to five, I get my money every two weeks. I don't have to chase the company for my money. I do what they want me to do. I do my, 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 uh, my job and I get paid every two weeks or every week or every month, whatever, you know, whatever range you got. Right. And then I, I, I saw Then I started to do a lot of, uh, I started to do a lot of freelance project management because I got my PMP certification. I got my six Sigma certification black belt. So I said, you know, what? I want to get into this field because I was in services for so long. So I'm like, you know, I want to get into the big money because services, I was probably at the top of the tier of monies that could be made in services unless I go to the executive which I really had no interest in going there because that's really more politics at that point, money, budgeting, things like that. And it, it takes away from the, you know, the services of helping the people. I like to be on the ground helping the people rather than the executive in the office talking about budgets and money. Cause at that point, then it's not about the people. That's just my opinion. So I said, I need to get into a new field. I, I, I can't stay there anymore because now I'm about my bread. I'm about my money. I got a family, I got kids. And I started to think like, okay, what is, what was the difference between my nine to five where I work for somebody, but I got paid every two weeks. I got benefits. I was guaranteed that money every two weeks. You, you know what I'm saying? Guaranteed the benefits where I didn't have to chase nothing all that. Yeah. I mean, working has his own things, but you know, at the end of the day, I was not, you know, I, you know, I was getting my money 
compared to every month, I'm chasing people, uh, trying to convince people to do to do this selling. Or I was making a lot of effort. So I said to myself, "What's the difference?" Because you're still at a slave to the consumer. You're still at a. You're still working for somebody. I was working for my clients for my distribution company. I was working for my clients to sell the book. I was working for my clients to sell merch. I was working for my client. I was still working for other people, because at the end of the day. Making your own money is a myth because you never make your own money unless you chopping down a tree and you have a printing press and you make your own money. That's a myth. Then I started to look at a lot of people that had money that were rich. They sit on boards. They work with other companies. They have positions at other companies besides their own company. They have a lot of different streams of income. But then I a lot of streams of income. But I look into the streams of income. Some are entrepreneur products they sell, um, uh, companies they own, things like that. Uh, but when they sign a deal with you know, with, uh, with a company to represent their product, they're working for them. That, that's a big endorsement. Think about it. I, I'm going to pay you a million dollars to wear my stuff, to do commercials. Isn't that working for somebody? Think about it. Here's a million dollars. I need you to in, endorse my product. So for me to have that money, I, there's a task I have to do for that money. I have to do those those photo shoots. I have to do that video. I have to do that promo on my social media. I have to do that for that money. And these are practically every single entrepreneur out there. You know what I'm saying? So let's just flip it. Let's say you are the person that is giving the money. Let's say you like you have a whole bunch of money, but you want to get your product out there. I have to go and convince people that my product is the best for you and pay you. To promote it because that's going to help my brand. So, you know, in essence, it's always a situation where you're working for somebody. And that's I'm giving away money to make more money. But I have to work with this person because they have the influence and stuff like that. So it's always that balance of power of working for somebody. And I and I noticed that. So then I, I said, all right, I'm going to do project management freelance. Right. And that was cool for a little bit last two, like year and a half I was doing that. And that was cool. But the money, like, you know, you get a contract for like three months, cool, or six, whatever. But then at the end of the day, you know, that contract's over, that money's done, you have to, have to find another one. So I was still in the same rat race. Every few months, I'm in the same rat race of finding another position. So everywhere I looked, I, I, I didn't see any any type of relief of like, when am I ever going to sit back and just be a CEO or be a worker or be something and just money come in and I do nothing. And I came to the conclusion, never, I'm never, you're never going to be in that position. See, in our culture, our idea of entrepreneurs that, yo, people are getting money without working. Yo, I'm getting this money. But then we have the mentality of like, yo, I grind hard for the money. But we don't see that women like a man as a boss, but they don't understand that boss works for other people to get that money. See, it's a really strange idea we have of entrepreneur in the black community. So I had that same idea, too. I said, I'm not I'm never working for a man again. I'm never working nine to five again. You know, say I made all these declarations for myself. 
not understanding that I was boxing myself. So back to getting my certifications. I said, I said, I got all these certifications. I'm probably the most certified man in the world. I, I got certifications in, in everything, you name it, right? And I said to myself, I saw two opportunities at that point. I said, one, what are my six streams of income, right? Now, when, I, when you say six streams of income, it's not money-making income. Let me explain. One of your streams of income may make you the crap load of money and another may not. But that money you make is going to help that other stream start to generate where you could invest in that. So for me, I said, what am I going to do? So I said, all right, I have my online radio, the culture radio that does podcasts. People pay for that, right? I have my hosted distribution company, right? That's two. I have my books. That's three. I have my, I have my, um, I have my, uh, my, my, um, my, um, my products, my natural products, culture, culture, life products. That's four. So I needed two more. So I was thinking all these other things, right? I was like, yo, you know, okay, blah, blah, blah. I'm certified. But then it was looking right. I said, why don't I start my own certification online school? So I started something called New Society Academy which has certifications on it's not up yet it will be soon i have six i have six approved uh, certifications already and i want to have certifications that meant something because certifications helped me then i said i'm gonna get now with and then, and then after that i said cool so that started developing that you know what i'm saying then and then let you know my books include my podcasts and stuff like that that's a whole nother money generation my books my podcasts stuff like that's a whole nother i put together as a genre of 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 of, of thing the culture play the culture radio culture tv that's another two so really it's like three if i don't separate so three so i had three so then i said to myself okay cool so um before, well, I take the culture play, culture radio are two separate things, but then I have my media company, my music, which is another. So that's four right there, right? So then I said that, you know, I, I want to do certification programs. So I started doing research. So I started New Society Academy. And right now it's in development. We have three um, certifications already up on there that have been approved. So uh, I'm looking to add at least four or five more before I officially launch it. And these are real world certification, vlogging, hotel, restaurant, uh, restaurant, hotel, uh, uh, you know, uh, podcast, all these things that are relevant to the world today, not uh, these these things that don't matter, things that are relevant right now that help you out, entrepreneur or just work, right? So that, then I said I needed one more. I said, all right, so the one, this one I get needs to be a big one. And it, it was, I was contemplating on starting another business. I was contemplating on that. Then I said to myself, why not get a nine to five? And it was like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. But you said nine to fives are are, are not, you know, something you're going to do. And I thought to myself, like, but if you look at all these people that got sponsorships, deals, all that, that's like a nine to five. They got to work for that sponsorship that money. They got to work. These are millionaires that are doing sponsorships with companies and promoting and, and all that stuff. And I said, I said to myself, OK, I got all these certifications. I'm a project manager. I was doing freelance. I did it before. I did a lot of projects with other companies as well. You know what I'm saying? So while I was working as a social 
work. I mean, working for the employment office, I was a program manager. I did a lot of project management for, so I did a lot of these things already. I was like, why not find? And then also COVID. COVID was the best thing to hit because it showed most companies that they don't need to go into an office. So there are so many remote jobs right now. So I said, okay, well, and then, then I was influenced by my wife. My wife does project management implementation and she works from home and my wife makes a shitload of money doing that. She works from home. I mean, she works hard. Don't get me wrong. She just took a trip and stuff like that for her job. So she works hard, but she makes good money working at home and still has time for family, all that. She has a really good work-life balance, even though sometimes I have to stop her. You know, but in general, she does. So I said, you know what? Now having project management experience and being a project manager, being having my uh, six sigma black belt, I have all the belts, white, yellow, white, yellow, green, black. I have Agile, I have Scrum, I have Caban, I have DevOps. You know, I have all these certifications that I got. I said, you know what? I'm going to look for a project management job remote because now this, because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a implementation project management, you know, uh, all this stuff, even customer service jobs, a lot of them are remote. You can work from home. Now I'm able to make moves regardless of if anything happens on the other end, if I'm working from home from my computer, now I could make other moves as well. I could work remotely anyway. I could be in my office working and still handling business for other things. I could be home and, and, and spend that quality time with my family, but still making that money. No, I got this check coming in every two weeks. So I went on a mission to look for a job. To make a long story short, after interviewing with different com- a lot of different companies, I landed a big role with great money at a Fortune 500 company. Now, I'm not going to say where and what, because at the end of the day, you know, like I said, that is separate, you know, from this, so, you know, whatever. But, you know, I landed a great position. Now, I'm like, man, now I got this income coming in from one. I got another income coming in from another because I'm still selling my products, stuff like that. But now I got this money to invest over here. I could pull this, you know. So now there's a lot of moves I can make. without compromising my entrepreneur spirit. Like working from home is like an entrepreneur. At the end of the day, you're working from home, you're working in the setting you wanna work in and you're handling your business. And at the end of the day, it is the idea. And thank God for COVID because at the end of the day, COVID showed a lot of employers that they did not have to be in the office. Now jobs that are, now, this part job party is a party was a remote uh, job anyway, but unfortunately, see, this is the thing we don't understand too. And this is what I start to understand. The higher you go up with your certifications and with your, um, with your, your, um, your position, the less you have to be in the office anyway. What CEOs of companies, vice presidents, directors are in the office 24 hours a day. I mean, you know, you know, eight hours a day. They're not. I've never been to a company in my life where like the people, even project managers and stuff like that are in the office sitting there all day long. They're traveling. They have they're working from home. Sometimes they have that that freedom to work. And it's been like that even before COVID. Now, after COVID, there are a lot of more jobs that are remote now. 
there are a lot more customer service jobs, you know, because, you know, at the end of the day, why spend money? Companies are understanding why spend money on rent and an operation course when I could cut that out and still make money and cut out the operational cost of, of rent, of supplies and all this other stuff. So a lot of companies jump up. But but even before COVID, project managers, implementations, you know, VPs, directors, things like that, these jobs always were mostly remote or the freedom of moving around. I just got onto it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just got onto it. Like my wife before then, she was doing she was doing project man implementation and she worked in the office, but like she traveled a lot and she was home a lot because you know she had that freedom. And I never even really looked at it that way. So I said, you know, if I could find a remote job where I'm working from home, I'm still able to handle my business and still get the check and the money. So that's a stream of income. So I'm not this. I'm not not I'm not saying that entrepreneurs should all work for a company. Because I chose to, I'm saying that. Don't look at it as we do culturally. Unfortunately, working for the man, we sit down, we have this idea that, oh, I'm never going to work for the man. When at the end of the day, even when you have your own company, you're still working for the man. I mean, seriously, you're still working for the man. There's still some element of your business that you are actually going to need others to get your business going to. So when you have needs, even if you have a, like, I have a product line, right? And I noticed that like, I, I'm trying to find the best prices with the best quality for my products. Cause I don't want to buy shitty, you know, products and put it in my, in my stuff with, with, with my shitty uh, components, ingredients of my, my products. And then it's shitty product that I sell. So I'm looking at different companies and, and negotiating prices and stuff like that. So my product is, is the best. There's never a point where I do it all, where it's all just me. You know, even if you're a senior, people wants to 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 um, to pay you to do things. There's certain stipulations for that. You know, uh, we want you to perform on stage, but we, we, it's an all white party. So we want you to be an all white, or there's always something that comes along with money. Always some type of submissiveness in a sense that comes along with getting money. And the more money you get, the more, uh, the more speculations, the more expectation, the more submissiveness that comes with that money because people are going to pay you but want something for that money. They want your talent, but they want it where it makes sense for them. Regardless of who you are, Jay-Z can't go into uh, Apple and say, this is what I want. Apple may entertain it, but if it makes sense for them, that's when they'll pay them. Like, okay, you're a big brand. We can bring this together. But these are the terms that we want to do it. There's always a cost to everything you do. To any money you get, there's a cost. 
you know, I'm not the one that's just to believe that money is the root. I don't believe money's the root of all evil. If there wasn't money, it'd be something else that as people were fighting over. So to me, I don't I don't give into that idea that money's the root of all evil, because if it wasn't money, it'd be something else. Before it was money, it was gold, it was rubies, it was spices, it was it was it was it's always something that humans treasure and they fight. So it's not money. It's just the idea that people will always fight and, and be manipulative to try to get what they want. That's just the idea. So for me, I understand that for my business to go where I need to go or for me or just my career in general, you know, there's going to be a certain amount of submissiveness, there's a certain amount of, 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 of uh, being apologetic and it's like, you know, oh, you know, uh, I do it my way. You, there's no way, there's no way anybody gets money doing it their way. You may get, you may benefit from a deal or, or situation. You may get the terms that you agree with and that's fine. But the, the but the other person is always going to be benefit as well. You can't go to a record label and say, yo, at the end of the day, I want to deal with y'all. Y'all get no money. You invest in me. I get all the money. There's no deal in the world like that. You could go in and say, hey, you know what? I want 80%. You get 20%. You promote me. But at the end, they look at it like this. If they, if they say, yeah, they look at it like, well, you know, you're going to make $100 million, right? So you're going to get $80 million and we're going to get $20 million. All we had to do was do some promo for you. We still make $20 million. We, you know, and our promo cost us maybe $100,000. So we made, you know, over 90% profit. That's fine. You walk away thinking like, well, I got the best deal. I got 800,000, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. But you still had to give a 20. You didn't walk away with everything you walked. You had to get something up. That, that percentage that, that you gave up is enough for them. But if they didn't think it was enough, they would say no. Nobody's going to go into a deal where they're getting screwed, where they're not getting anything from it. So at the end of the day, you're always in a position where you have to give something up. You're always in a position where you're doing something for somebody else to get money. So that idea we have in the black community, entrepreneurs making their own money, getting it out the mud, all that stuff. Yeah. Even if you were a drug dealer out here doing it like that, you still got to give good product. If your crack sucks, if your weed sucks, people are not going to come. So you got to make sure your connect is giving you good stuff so you could sell it. You're at the mercy of people that want the drugs. There may be a high demand for it. Yes. But still, you still have to give them the product. So you have to do what you have to do for best prices so you make money. So the reason I wanted to do is because I really wanted to have people have this, especially black men, to have this mindset of being a hustler. Six streams of income doesn't necessarily mean six streams of being an entrepreneur. Being an entrepreneur is getting money the way you know how to get it. I have a degree. I have certifications. So at the end of the day, I'm using those to get the money. Just like if you are a rapper, you have talent, you have business talent, you account, whatever you want to start your accounting business or whatever. At the end of the day, you know, you're using the skills you have to get this money. I got skills that a company is going to pay me for. I have a product that people are going to pay me for that I'm putting out, whether it's the books, my my product line. You know, I have a, a services that I offer that people want to pay me for. See, it's always something that I have that I'm utilized to get money. If I have a degree, let me get this money. If I have a certification, let me get this money. If I have knowledge, 
Let me get this money. So think about it like that. You got something. Don't look at that nine to five. This, but you have the right to pick the nine to five. For me, I had to do remote. For me, I can't do nine to five in the office. I, I, I vow to never do a nine to five in the office again because I don't have to. My skills and what I bring to the table is more than enough to me to get a job. And then also with the current climate of, of the industry, of work, of the work industry, the work industry right now, I don't have to. But you may have to, but that's fine. Because the thing is, you're utilizing your skills to get the money. That's the same thing anybody does as an entrepreneur says, hey, what can I do to get this money? So with that said, I want to appreciate everybody that's been tuning in. I've been getting the emails. I've been hitting you. I've been like, oh, Cass, what's going on? Yo, I'm back. I'm going to keep it going. And I got so many other things that I'm working on right now as well. So stay tuned for that. If you want to know about me or anything I'm doing, go to CassinoWilliams.com. Check out my books. I'm still selling my books. You know what I'm saying? I, I still see the little trinkle sales here and there. So appreciate the seller, uh, people buying the books, but definitely uh, pick up the book. Uh, you know, Black Men's Mental Health Journal. Back to a Bible, back to mental health, uh, motivation. Also, three keys to success um, for the life coach, for my life coach book. And also, you know, you want to get this podcast word. I've read three books, volume one, two, and three on podcasts everywhere from how to form podcast idea to how to make money from it. So definitely check it out. I actually lower the prices as well because at the end of the day, I want everybody to get it. Some people say, oh, your price was a little bit too high. I'm like, you know what? You're right. I want people to get this information. So boom, I put it out there. So check it out. Castleries.com, follow this podcast, blackmensbrotherhealth.com, and you could uh, follow this podcast to get information on health on any mental health. All right, until next time.